0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Shifman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Today's daf Masachiz Gitin is daf Tes 79. We begin at the very top of Ayintas and with Aleph. We're going to have four sections in today's daft. So let's get started with a mishnah that talks about throwing a get to or from a roof and a courtyard. So the mishnah says if somebody threw a get from the courtyard to the roof, and the woman was on the roof, if it reaches the airspace of the roof, she's already divorced. In contrast, the opposite case would be if he threw it from the roof to the courtyard, and she owns the courtyard. We'll see how that is in the Gemara. Uh, When it clears the roof, and is over the courtyard, she's already divorced, even if it was erased or burned, uh, when it was already passing over the airspace of the courtyard. Gemara explains to us that the resha is a scenario where the roof has a fence, or it's within three t'vachim of of the roof, so it's considered mishnameres, because it's considered either, again like we said, a fence, or there's lovewood that kicks in, because within three t'vachim. The safe is talking about a case where the walls of the courtyard are taller than the walls of the roof, and it could even be like the Rabbanan by Hilchis Shabbos when you throw a get from Shesarabim to Roshasarabim with her Yachin in between. It would not be considered carrying. That's because by Shabbos you need a hanacha, but here it's Mishnah Meris and she would be considered divorced when it's already within the walls of that courtyard. The Gemara goes on to say that erased and burned that we're discussing in our Mishnah would only be effective when it was considered Kamisha hun but it has to be that it was in the motion of something that will eventually be placed down. Therefore, A, in the case of erased, it has to be already in a downward motion, and B, in the case of burned, it has to be the fire didn't pre-exist throwing the get. Otherwise, it's not initially going to land, and it wouldn't be considered divorce. Moving on to the second section, three laws of gittin regarding different reshuyos acquiring. So Rav first point is, if you lend one area, if he lends one area for his wife to own in his property, to be divorced um, using that area, it doesn't mean another area. Ravah tries to deduce this from our Mishnah, but Rav Marchama refutes his deduction. Okay, second point of view is that Rabbi says, get in are different than Shabbos in three ways. Number one, all agree, kluta that if it's within the walls and it's going to fall down, it would be considered already on the floor, like the Rabbanan would agree to Revi Rebbe in this regard as well, like we explained above. Number two, if you throw, if a person throws a get that's standing in her shus, but it's far above the walls, through a tall pole on the top of it, which is not within the walls, she wouldn't be considered divorced because it's not mishtameris. Unlike Shabbos, where you would be considered carry. and turning to S- Ayintes now, number three, in regards to Shabbos, you wouldn't be allowed to gather rain from one roof to another because they're considered separate rishuyos. However, regarding gittin, a husband who lends the roof to be hers to acquire the yet wouldn't be mockbid if it goes on a different roof of his because again, those are that's not an area that people generally utilize. That's not something he'd be mockbid about even though generally he would be mockbid if he lends her an area that's significant. This is not significant so she would be divorced if it goes on a different roof of his as well. Abaye adds in the final point in this section which is that there's a distinction between two courtyards where she owns the inner courtyard that the outer wall which is taller than the inner wall's courtyard, the inner courtyard's wall, would be considered Meshua Batur, that even if it was over the airspace of her courtyard, but not within the walls of her courtyard, and it's within the walls of the outer one, she would be divorced, versus where her box is within his box, she'd only be divorced when it actually hits the ground of her box, which the Gemara explains is where the outer box isn't actually, doesn't have a floor, so that her box is on the ground. According to the Shittah, it says, But this would be because Kalim don't have the ability to acquire in their airspace, which do, therefore it actually has to hit the ground for her to be divorced. Okay, moving on to the third section of the day, we have the concept of Get Yashan and the resulting laws. The Mishnah tells you, that Machlokis Bisham and says, Get Yashin is effective. Bishillel says, It's not effective. And it's defined as seclusion that occurs after the time of the writing. And the Gemara explains, this Machlokis is based on, if we make Gezerah, people will look at it later, not remembering that it was written beforehand, think that the child was born, which was a penuya, which creates a Gezer, which creates a Pegam against that child. So Bisham says, We're not worried about that. Bishillel says, We are. And there's two versions. If Bidyevich, she married after the fact, she, she just wouldn't have to be divorced or like, she could remarry if her husband went overseas because this is only a Gzeraj anyway. Fourth section of the day, we have now a new Mishnah that talks about all the penalties that occur if she remarries based on a Malchus she'en againus type get or change names and cities. We're going to start the Mishnah and God willing, we'll finish it tomorrow. Mishnah tells us if a get was written for the wrong Malchus, meaning they're in bavel they didn't write based on the years of the king of Bovel, instead they wrote for some other king, Madai Madai Yavan etc, or they didn't write the Malchus at all like Chorban or Binyan Abayis So then there's a series of loss of benefits and Knossos against her and the husbands if she remarried, which means she forfeits all of the natural benefits she would get, as well as the husbands would forfeit those benefits as well. And turning to Peygamut Aleph now would be the same idea. If the get was given with wrong names or cities of the husband or the wife, all these penalties would kick in as well. Stopping the top of Peygamut Aleph. We're going to pick up in the same Mishnah, actually, with the next part of the Mishnah um, tomorrow, Everybody have a wonderful day.